0: Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your sixty dollars? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question
1: Should I buy it though? Hey,
0: everybody, welcome back to Should I Buy It Though? Uh The world ends with me because uh I'm the one that hit the recording button, so if i didn't do that, then you wouldn't get to hear the episode today, so the entire world within this podcast would end if i didn't do that yeah
1: <laughs> hi i'm t j Barry, and the world begins with you, the listeners at home.
0: Oh, that was so sweet. Mine was evil and maniacal, and yours was very happy and pleasant. <laughs> But uh, our relationship. (laughs) But anyway, we are reviewing Neo: The World Ends with You, uh, the sequel to the much beloved JRPG The World Ends with You, which came out for the Nintendo DS years ago, Um, and that's considered to be like one of the best DS games ever. Uh, So this is the sequel to that. All these years later, and it came out for the Nintendo Switch and the PlayStation. Um, Yeah. So, I played it on the PlayStation. I did not play it on the Switch. Um, It's also on PC. It is also on PC. Thank you, TJ. And there is also a demo for this game. It seems like we've been playing a lot of games lately that have like a demo to try out. So, no matter what we say at the end of this review today, even if you want to still get a little taste of it, there is that demo. I hope it's still out, at least before the game released. I got to play that. So, um, yeah. And you could carry over your save data into the main game, which was very nice of them. I went ahead and did that. But um, I am about, I don't know how many hours in I am, but I've completed six days worth in the game. Not in real life, but like the game is broken up into individual days. Um, and I'm on about day six or seven. So yeah, how about you, TJ?
1: So I got to play it on PS4. Um, I didn't get to buy it because... Things popped up in life and expenses arose, but um, I did get to play it. Um, one of my friends had it, I got to check it out on the PS4, so I got to play a couple hours in and I watched a little bit of the gameplay. So I feel like I know enough. To at least give you guys like an accurate review. I'm sure Palazzo can tell you a little bit more about the story than I can. But For sure, for
0: sure. And just so people know, were you able to play the first game all those years ago? Or is that something you didn't get to check out? Like, Is this your first World Ends With You experience?
1: This is my first time playing World Ends With You hands-on.
0: Okay, very nice. I'm in the same boat. I didn't play the original game. I always wanted to. Because, again... Kingdom Hearts fan, these characters that are in The World Ends With You, they show up in Dream Drop Distance. So I knew them through that before I knew them through their actual game. Uh, Yeah,
1: I know them like a little bit through like the anime.
0: Okay, cool. So you watched the anime a little bit. I
1: watched watched, like three episodes. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Um, That's good. So, yeah, I'm familiar with the world and the characters, but this is my first actual experience with one of their games, Square Enix JRPG. What happens, basics with the story, we'll get more into it later, but um, you and your buddy are trapped in this... uh, they call it the UG. I don't want to spoil it because they mentioned at the beginning of the game why you're in the place that you're in, but you are competing in something known as the Reapers game, and you cannot escape the Reapers game without competing and getting to the top, to first place out of a bunch of teams that are involved in um, this game, and it all takes place in Shibuya, Japan. So you're stuck there until you you know do what the Reapers tell you to do, essentially. Um, so it's a very fun sort of like intrigue mystery going on there. Like, why am I here? Why do I have to compete in these games? How do I get out? Uh, What do I have to do to win? What happens when I win? What happens if I lose? Things like that. So a lot of intrigue going on there. Let's talk about the technical elements first. Um, The the game ran pretty well for me. Uh, I think it was 60 FPS. Like, it, it ran very well there was no glitches or anything um the art design i think is very cool especially like the character designs they're drawn by tetsuya nomura who made kingdom hearts and does his bread and butter is character design when he started out so like um that's what he's like especially good at and mm. these characters look beautiful to me i think they look they great they i love their nice, designs man. very modern right yeah. um modern clothing and stuff like that and the way the characters yeah, I've always like the
1: aesthetic too just because like everything is kind of like hip hopy and like musical so yeah. like everything's more like street urban like headphones let me wear like hoodies and all that other stuff like i love it
0: absolutely i mean neku who is the main character in the first game his whole thing was like he has a hoodie and like headphones over his head the whole time um so he stuff like that the baggy pants um the main character uh rin rindo he has like a mask hanging uh under his chin for the style of it it's not like well, actually, I don't know if COVID is present in this world because they make they mention it at some point, like social distancing and stuff in the game. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's very topical. I wonder if that's a thing in this game. I'm not <laughs> sure. It doesn't look like people are social distancing there, but um, he does have the mask that he's wearing. Um, just a l- Cool style, cool visuals. The battles uh, have very cool enemy design as well. A lot of flashy, explodey moments, kind of like Persona in, in that way. A lot of things going on there. And the music is very, very... Uh, it's got hip-hop, it's got rock, it's got pop, but very stylized as well and very much fits the mood that the game is going for. So Yeah, it um,
1: definitely fits the theme, which I really enjoy.
0: Yeah, this game and the first game, I think the music is the standout here. It's just awesome it, it gets you into that like yeah i'm fighting enemies kind of mood you I know mean, when you
1: have characters named like beat and fret like your music has to be on point
0: exactly yeah 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 fret Rin, i'm beating rhyme from the first game yeah just it, it all fits this design that they're going for and everything works well with each other it's great even in we could talk about this in gameplay but the clothes that you're able to that the characters wear from the get go, and ones that you are able to buy as you progress through the game, mm. are very modern as well. And there is different like types of clothing stores as well. It's not just one uh, visual that they're going for one aesthetic. It's a bunch of different ones that fit into the game, and I think that's really cool as well. Um, no,
1: for sure. Like they definitely do a good job of like combining everything and keeping everything like on task for the world that they want to set.
0: Yeah. For sure.
1: And I mean, like, it even makes sense, too, just because, like, the main enemies are called noise. So, like. Yeah, that's true. like, disrupt everything. So, like, if your music wasn't on point, like, we would have to end this podcast right now.
0: Exactly. (laughs) And I think it's really musical-driven, I think, because what they were going for in the very first game... Um, the gameplay was supposed to fit in with the music, and that your attacks are supposed to be timed with the rhythm. And there is an element of that there in this game, not as much. But the way that you tap your stylus on the DS in the old game goes with the rhythm and the beats of the music that you're listening to. So I think that's all very, very intentional. There's moments in this game where you have like a drop the beat meter where you attack the enemies. I don't know if that's rhythm based or. Or if you're just switching between characters in order to continuously attack them and that ups the beat meter, I, I'm not quite sure, but you know, music is uh intrinsically linked to the game experience, so it's very, very important. You can even buy CD tracks throughout the game that you find and collect, so yeah, music's a big role here and it, it's great too. Anything else technically, TJ, that we need to talk about? Um Oh, voice what acting! Think? Voice acting—we acting. okay. should talk about here. It's very good. I—it's again anime JRPG style, but um, the actors do a really, really great job here. It is very close to Persona and that the the characters seem to be having, or the actors are having a lot of fun voicing their roles and doing cool things with their voices to express, you know, what they're feeling in a given moment. It's not a generic, flat kind of reading the line sort of thing that they're. They're doing a really really good job with what people may consider like ridiculous lines at some points but it's always a fun time there's a a lot of energy there with how they're doing and um yeah i i think they do a great job
1: what do you think of like the uh the whole interface that they have going on
0: the interface is great i think that's very stylish too um in terms of mechanically navigating it it could be a little wonky at times i've Felt that I've accidentally like switched to a different page in the menu as opposed to like um, going to a different subdivision in that page. How it's laid out is – it was a little confusing at first. I'm used to it now. But stylishly how it's all put together I think is great. Um, I I know I keep bringing it up, but it's persona-esque in that every menu every text box um when the characters pop up and start speaking that's stylized to the visuals of what the game is going for and um, everything
1: almost looks like you're like reading like a manga or like watching a comic book
0: exactly that's exactly it for sure um even the the sharp edges of these text boxes go for that style and it's that's all well done um they they have like an auto mode and uh, regular you could skip through the text yourself so that's nice for people that just want to sit back and watch it play out um, it was a little confusing at times to see which scenes were fully voiced and which ones weren't like I got caught off guard like oh they're going to start talking in a second and then they don't I'm like oh I got to read and press myself to continue the text forward but um, other than that no I think that the style is all wonderful <laughs> yeah uh
1: uh-huh. I think that hits all the points. So I, I think I can so,
0: too. continue. Let's go into a uh, big part of this game, the thing you'll be doing the most, which is the gameplay, um, which I think is very, very fun. I, I really enjoy the gameplay in this game. The biggest thing you got to do is collect pins, um, which are little symbols you get throughout the game by defeating enemies, and they give you new powers that you equip to your characters. Each character in your party could have one pin on at a time, and they all have different abilities. It's like range shooting ones. You could do up-close uh, attacks. Some are like beam moves, things that you throw at enemies. Pins all do different things, and these are the things you want to collect because they give you more attack power. Uh, sometimes they give you healing uh, abilities. So they're very, very important to what you're going to be doing throughout the combat. Uh and I like the enemy variety that's in the game. The only complaint I have about the gameplay here is that it could get a little repetitive at times. Once mm-hmm. you've seen a couple of battles, you've seen them all. It doesn't really get more intricate than that. The most fun you have is seeing like, oh, cool. What does this new pin do for me? What 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 is its ability And discovering what that does? Other than that. It, it gets a little samey after a while. Luckily, the combat that you have is very, very fun. Even though you're doing the same thing over and over again, it's still like an, a semi-enjoyable experience. Um You're clicking pretty much the same buttons over and over again. Square button is attached to a character triangle to a different character because you're not switching between party members, really. Each button corresponds <clears throat> sorry corresponds to a character, and they're all doing this, the thing that you want them to do at the same time. So while you're holding down the R1 button to throw a, a charged pin attack, you might be spamming the square button to do your little shooting move. Um, so you're always involved, but that can get a little button mashy too. Like. When you have four party members on the screen at once, you're like, square triangle, R1, L1, go, 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 just attack, attack, attack the whole time. Yeah. So I think this
1: is where they've, like, met to, like, keep you in, like, the rhythm and the groove. So you're trying to, like, press the button in, like, time to keep the attack up or at least, like, in a certain kind of rhythm in order to right. do more damage.
0: I-, I think that's absolutely it because there is, like, a little beat drop meter that uh, comes up certain times around certain enemies when they get staggered. Uh, And you do an attack with a character It wants you to switch over to another character And do their attack to keep that meter going So you have this constant flow Going between your attacks Rather than spamming with one There's this rhythm involved with it um, One of the things I do
1: like Those like the equipment in here Are still just like the clothes, like, they're that, like, urban, like, you get a new pair of jeans, or, like, you get a new, like, hat, and it'll give you, like, more defense and stuff.
0: Yeah, all that stuff, I actually, I really like, too, TJ. Um, you go to different shops throughout Tokyo, <laughs> essentially, and you buy new gear from them. You have your hat, you have shirts, uh, pants, shoes. You could get, like, chains and rings and stuff, and each one has different stat bonuses for you. One might have plus five attack or plus three defense. And each one, depending on how much style you have, you get style points as one of your stats. Uh, You could unlock bonuses attached to some of the gear. So if you have, like... 50 style on your pair of pants, then you get uh, a defense bonus or an HP plus so different little bonuses here. So you're incentivized to increase not only your HP attack and defense, but your style as well. And the best way to get these stab bonuses, not just through grinding and XP, is by eating at different restaurants, sort of like uh, Yakuza in a way. Eating at these different restaurants, getting different food items, selecting the items that your characters specifically like, And you get permanent stat bonuses through that, your HP, attack, defense, and style, which I really like as well. And there's um, sort of like a stomach meter. Like you get full very quickly if you eat too much. So then you got to burn off all the calories by fighting enemies. Uh, Once that's burned down, then you could go back and eat more food. So um, all that stuff, the shopping and the restaurants, I think is super, super cool, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Anything else that stood out to you combat gameplay-wise? Anything that you liked? Maybe something you didn't like? Um,
1: I feel like I'm forgetting something that, like, kind of irritated me. But for the most part, like, I really
0: enjoyed it. Did it feel grindy to you as well? Or were you, like, into it for most of your time?
1: Um, Or not grindy,
0: just samey, I guess, is the better way to put it.
1: It can can definitely feel kind of samey. Like, because you are fighting a lot of the same enemies in the area over and over using the same attacks and it's not like there's not a lot of button variation right. in order to like switch up attacks like when you're playing like maybe like Scarlet Nexus or something like that it's just mm-hmm. like let me hit this one button like this one person attack it's right. so, like I get it but like I definitely had fun Um, there wasn't any point where I was just like a, oh my god like let me get on with this already but <laughs> there does become a point where you're just like a, like you just you kind of go into like a trance cause, because it's just Pressing the same buttons over and over and, like you realize your attacks, so you know what you want to do, that kind of thing.
0: Two things that I want to mention. One, I really like one it got old after a while. The thing that I liked was um, there is a social network uh, menu page that you could go to where your character is linked he uses his phone quite a bit again it's a very modern game very with the times there's selfies there's all this stuff that they talk about that's very much in the modern world and he's on his phone constantly when he pulls up this social network it's like a web of all the people that your main character knows and he's essentially like going to their shops their restaurants Buying stuff from them, building a relationship, and then you unlock their little link in the social network, and you get to um, uh, not upgrade them, but you buy their little circle icon, and that gives you new upgrades, like new shop items, new things that you could wear uh, by building up their, their little friendship gauge there as well. Um, so that I really liked and that branches out to a bunch of different things you get more friendship points to spend on them by helping them with side missions and stuff that was super cool. Some things that you could unlock through your party members if you um, use friendship points on them is an easy mode and a hard mode uh, that you unlock at some point in the game and if you switch to either easy or hard. That is not just like, oh, I'm going to make the game easier. I'm going to make it harder. They add in, like, incentives to make you switch it up a little bit because if you go from normal to hard, there is a higher frequency that you get more pins and new pins as well, um, which I thought was very, very cool. Not only that, but your actual level in the game, like, oh, I'm level 35. Uh, in the top right corner you'll see like 35 out of 35 and you're like why is that slash there if you go in the menu where you switch up uh, normal easy hard on the right side of that you could drop your level down to a you could go from like level 35 to level 25 the reason for doing that also increases your chances uh, of getting more pins. Um, so there's an incentive to make the game harder. You're not doing it just for bragging rights. Like you get stuff out of it. So I thought that was a very cool way for you to be like, okay, let me try my luck here with the hard mode. And that's what I've been doing. I've been playing hard mode since I unlocked that. Um, and it's a good way to like collect these pins, which help you out in battle. So uh, I don't see... There, there's no reason not to do it, other than just it makes the game a little bit harder. But not that much. I've sort of had, like, a pretty fairly easy experience so far. I don't know how you felt, TJ, but it's not that hard of a game.
1: No. And, again, like, I was playing on, like, my friend's system, so I was playing on normal at the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, I couldn't imagine it being too much more difficult on hard itself either. Right. Because, again, like, it, there's no, like, button variations. There's not, like, specific... Kind of things that you need to pick up or like crazy attacks. So like it's just how you play, Mm -hmm. how well you can catch rhythms, I guess. For sure.
0: And you're always involved with these pins too. It's not like, okay, I have it now. I'm just going to use it. Like you could upgrade them. To make them more powerful through battles a little meter goes up on your pin uh and it increases level with you um but you of course max out a pin at a certain point that's when you move on to another one start upgrading that once that's Mm -hmm. done you move on to another one so there's always an involvement there which is very very fun the one thing i uh don't care for too much in this game i mean it's cool when you run into it for the first time but it gets very old each of your party members ren fret uh everyone they have their own unique ability that they could use yeah um, in the outer world right yes correct so <laughs> the the biggest thing is ren your main character could time travel essentially he could turn back the clock and he could redo certain moments that he wasn't so fortunate with uh to begin with these are sort of integrated into the story so you're going to run into these moments that you're going to be doing um at first, I'm like, oh, this is super cool. Like, and your main character is the only one that's aware of this. So, um, he reacts in the past in ways that the other characters aren't picking up on. So, those interactions are always fun. And he's always trying to correct his mistakes in the future to get the best possible outcome. But after doing that once or twice, I realized, okay, this is just busy work and having us do things over again in like a slightly different way. Like, I've seen this scene before. Like, it's kind of cool that he's reacting differently to it. But after a while, I'm like, let's just. Let's move forward with the story, not backward, you know, because you're jumping to the different sections that you've already gone through fighting similar enemies to get back to the point that you were at 30 yeah. minutes ago. You know, um, Fret has like his little mind scramble thing where he tries to build a picture and remind people things that they've forgotten. That's cute. It feels like the Arkham Asylum minigame where you're trying to find the right frequency for something. <laughs> um, so I'm like, hey, right, that. That's not that offensive, and then, um, oh, what is her character's name? I think that's Futaba's voice actress is it starts with an n I forget her character's name, but um she has the ability to like reach into the negative thoughts of people who are like uh, clouded is it by Nagi? noise Nagi, that's it, so Nagi. Yeah. She goes into people's negative thoughts and you clear out all the noise in their mind. That's cool because you get friendship points out of it and you're, like, fighting battles and stuff. So I don't mind that too much. But after a while, once you see it a couple times, you're like, all right, let's 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 keep the game going, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah,
1: no, I could definitely feel that. It feels a little old. It's like, wait a minute. like Especially if you, like, struggled through that too. You're just like, I finally got to it. And then it rewinds you. You're just like, I got to do this over.
0: Exactly. Um, but the abilities that you get... Um, through some of those moments are kind of cool. Like, you get friendship points out of it, and you could spend that on new stuff. So, there's always some involvement there. It could just feel um, samey after a while to me. But I do like it overall. Uh, Anything else for combat or gameplay, TJ, that we missed? or
1: How do you feel about, like, there just being, like, one health as opposed to, like, each character having their own health bar?
0: It's interesting. It hasn't been, like, that much of a bother. Um, That being said, like, you can't really control too much what's going on because your character might not be getting hit but if you run into one of those scorpion enemies that have poison and they could poison from a range one of your other characters like oh there goes my health yeah
1: one of your characters gets like
0: whacked and you're just like bro move oh my god did you run into the shark enemies at all uh I don't think so. They are so annoying because these damn things they go underground like they're a shark in water, even though we're on concrete. Um they they're like under the ground and you could see their fin, which you could kind of attack but for less damage. And they only pop up at certain moments when they're near you and they're trying to attack you. And that's your opportunity to get hits in. Sometimes you stagger them, sometimes you don't. Sometimes they go back underground you got to play the waiting game again for them to come back up and it is super annoying and they do a lot of damage and it's not fun. Um, I hate them. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Actually, at this point in the game, they're not as annoying because I think I've caught on to their tricks. They're not as annoying as they used to be, but now mm-hmm. I run into this elephant enemy that's oh, my new pain in the ass that I hate a lot, but There you go,
1: Palazzo hates animals (laughs) No, just (laughs) sharks and elephants (laughs) Just elephants and sharks
0: Elephants and sharks Uh, Yeah, Shark Week is not my week Elephant sharks (laughs) Elephant sharks especially Oh my god (laughs) The dirge of the sea, but anyway
1: (laughs) I think we pretty much hit the nail on the head with gameplay
0: I agree, shall we move into story?
1: Yes, let's move into story
0: so the story actually is it my favorite part? I think it is. Um, the fir- it, it follows suit with the first game. Uh, very, very intriguing story that you're learning as you progress through the days here. Again, you are involved in something known as the Reapers game. You sort of, you don't wake up in it, but you find yourself in the middle of it without realizing it. And you're like, "How did I get here? Why do I have to participate in this game? What's going on?" Um, and you're sort of trapped. And what's known as the UG and you're just battling through different events and games that uh, the Reapers plan for you throughout each day. Um, the sections of the game is cut into weeks and by the end of the first week, you have to be on top in order to win the game. And if not, then you don't. The thing that you don't want to have happen to you is lose because something bad will happen to you if you lose. Uh, So on and so forth. So your main character here is competing through the game, uh, trying to discover the mysteries behind it. Who's controlling everything? How did he get there? How does he get out? Um, And this intrigue is something that I love in JRPGs. Some of my favorite moments is not knowing what's going on, but always wanting these questions answered. Um, Mm -hmm. And you, through each day, through each week, it feels very chain of memories when you progress through something new, you learn like a little bit of information, but you get some more questions as well. And that plot structure, I happen to really enjoy. Where not everything is answered at once, but you're getting a little bit of satisfaction as you get through the game. So, um, I I really like that aspect of it. How about you, TJ?
1: Uh, because I didn't get to go too much into the story, but from what I saw, like I did enjoy it. Um, And again, like, it's cool. Like, you're stuck in this game and you're trying to get out, but you're also learning more about yourself, learn more about the people around you. Again, like, he has this ability to go back in time. So he's just trying to fix stuff and make sure that everybody can get out together and stuff like that.
0: Right. And it's (laughs) like, how did he get this ability? Why does he know how to do this? Um, Everyone has their own ability. That's like part of the Reaper's game. Like, I think each individual person has their thing. Yeah, you just, like,
1: come in and everyone has their own ability. But, like, why would he get the ability to, like, rewind time? To redo everything. It's so broken.
0: It's a little broken. And they, they do bring that up at a certain point. They're like, wait, why is your pin different than ours? Like, something's going on here. So there's a little bit of intrigue there with your main character. And this follows suit, again, to the first game. It was all very similar in structure. You just have a new set of characters. Everything is pretty much the same. You just... Uh, new characters yeah Um, you're in Shibuya still uh, you're part of the Reapers game and you know how to get out (laughs) Uh, but people really love that intrigue of the original game so I don't see anything wrong with bringing that back uh, with new people and new interactions figuring out like why are we going through this game again because that feels like something that was solved in the first game you got a new protagonist and everything so they have to find out these answers for themselves I'm curious to see like for fans of that game are they going to add anything and I'm sure they will new have new answers for the people that know sort of what's going on you know
1: I'm interested to see like if because we already at, like, I already know like one of the older characters pops up I'm interested to see like who else from the original one is for sure appear.
0: don't tell me because I don't know yet but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I suspected that like we'll we'll run into some of the old people maybe or at least one of them. <laughs> we'll see because they they haven't name dropped anyone, but they gave hints like, "Oh yeah, there's someone very similar that has done this before." I'm like, "Ooh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff." But um, yeah, it's a it's it's a cool story. There's I don't I don't want to spoil too much for anyone, so I'm I'm not gonna say anything further than. You're trapped in this game and you got to get out. Uh, but mm-hmm. the cast of characters that you're interacting with, too, the new people that you meet, they all have unique character traits and, and quirks and stuff like that. So
1: and they're a cool bunch. Like you kind of like you you can bond with them. It's not like one of those games where you're just like I don't really care about these characters. You kind of get used to them.
0: Yeah, no, they're very like charming and unique, and like the way they interact with each other too is very cool and very fun to watch uh, have unfold. So. Yeah, that it, it is very, very well done, very well written. It, I'm excited to see where it goes. Again, I don't know how long the game is, uh, but I'm encroaching the end of the first week here. So if I'm how not number one. How many hours are you in? Uh, I, mm, I think maybe 20. Okay. I don't know. I haven't checked, so that could be completely off. Wherever yeah. At the end of the first week, whatever hour count I should be at, that's... That's where I am. Let me look up real quick, though, just so I know I how long it's the like game is.
1: Fifty hours. I saw fifty somewhere. hours. Okay, Something
0: like so that. maybe I'm a third of the way in. Ends with you. Length. Forty to fifty hours for the main game only. So I'm so gonna say like a
1: third, halfway.
0: Yeah, I, I would say about a third. I don't know how many weeks are in the game. I don't want to know. I wouldn't be surprised, but, um, yeah. A lot of cool stuff. I I really enjoy the whole um, <laughs> warring factions plot line because you're not the only team. Oh, yeah, all the different teams. Yeah, there's so you land in this world. the The Reapers game. It, I shouldn't say world because you're in Shibuya. You're in Tokyo. It's not a different world. You're just in like a different. Andrew, it's
1: like mapped to like modern Shibuya too. Like
0: this up to date. Exactly, for sure. Um, the people that are like going about Shibuya. Th- Mm, this is hard to say but they, they don't know you're there because you're involved in the game whoever's involved in the game are not involved with the people in the real time Shibuya so you sort of just pass through each other that you don't if
1: anything you're like a
0: ghost yeah sort of like that exactly um, but anyway, it's not just you, and it's not just your friend Fred. You find other people that are a part of this game that have been a part of this game that have their own teams. So you sort of form your own team called the Wicked Twisters, and you're fighting against each other to come out uh, at the top of the leaderboards at the end of the week. And that whole dynamic is fun because you run into the like the team leaders, and they're talking to you like, "Oh, you're the rookies, but if you try to, you know, take my throne, I'm gonna kick your butt," <laughs> you know. So all that is is very very fun to watch unfold and of course every team has a different gimmick and they go about things in different ways so it's cool learning about them as well um which one is my favorite not the deep river society i don't like them uh the one that's run by the blue guy is it the pure hearts is that what they're called um has to do with the hat no that's that's the yellow team that's the big buff dude no he i don't like him That dude's huge yeah uh he's got like a blue jacket on i think they're either the pure bloods or the pure hearts something like that but i think they might be my favorite pure hearts Hearts, i like them but yeah cool game very very fun new cast of characters new things to discover anything else tj that we might not have touched on here
1: Uh oh no, I think that pretty much hits the nail on the head. I mean we can only go so far up a story without ruining the story.
0: That's true. A lot of funky hair as you find in JRPGs, so Yeah. But like not as
1: funky as you would expect.
0: That's true. There are it it feels again, stylized with what they're going for in the game. It's a modern look, but nothing too like crazy or extravagant. It doesn't there's no like cloud strife looking characters here. Like their hair, although spiky and JRPG-esque, it sort of fits in with what's going on in the world, you know? Yeah. It's cool. But, anyway, are we ready for a I vote?
1: Think we're ready for a vote.
0: Let's do it. <clears throat> so, in the case of Neo, the world ends with you. How do you vote? So, should you go first, TJ, or do you want me to go first?
1: Um, I guess... You can go first.
0: Okay, cool. Um, So I'm going to make it really easy. I think you should buy the game because I enjoyed it quite a bit. I'm not done with it, but I'm very, very excited to go back to it and figure out what the heck is going on. Uh, The combat, it can feel repetitive after a while, but it's still fun. Like, I'm enjoying myself. And combat-like encounters, you don't necessarily – I recommend you do them, but you can sort of blaze through a lot of them. Uh, You don't have like random encounters like you sort of turn on your like noise gauge to see where they are and you go and like hunt down the ones you want to fight. So you don't have to do that necessarily if you want to just mainline mainstream the the game you can do that. I don't recommend that but you can Um, and the story again is very very intriguing. I like a good mystery learning about what's happening in the world um it's a cool world very modern i like shibuya a lot and seeing like the different areas around there around town uh the whole shopping uh equipment thing is is super cool and eating to get stats raised um characters are great i hope they show up in the next kingdom hearts game we'll see (laughs) but yeah i think this is a very easy you should buy it though check it out I would give it like an eight point five or nine out of ten if we rated it that way, but you you definitely should buy it though. (laughs) (coughs) Well, (laughs) you
1: see, the thing is, uh oh, uh no, you should actually buy
0: this game. I was gonna say TJ, yeah, no, no. you can't. There's two (laughs) of us. (laughs) No,
1: no, I did. I fully enjoyed this game. Uh, for the little that I did play, I am gonna pick it up. Uh, It was a lot of fun. Like again, like. It can get a little repetitive, but other than that like you're just grinding through it. Like the music is great, the animation is great, the story draws you in. It's not like a typical like cliche anime like
0: storyline. That's true. Like the moments where you're not in the story, even though you are kind of like grinding through enemies, like the music helps in it being very chill and not getting like boring or anything or bogged down. Like you could just up to it or listen to something in the background it's like a chill kind of kind of grind you know
1: hey dude you can groove to it and again like I like the aesthetic Like, it, if you throw things at me that are like hip hoppy and like poppy and not in like a traditional setting like I'll eat it up every time so I definitely will approve of this game and like I'd agree with that like about like an eight point five nine. 9 like it's a good game So you guys should go buy that Heck yeah.
0: All the shoes in the game, I'm like, I want that. That's a nice pair of shoes. (laughs) There's like a red pair that I bought at one of the stores. I'm like, you know, that... I got to get those. <laughs> but anyway, in the case of Neo the World Ends with You, you should buy it though.
1: Now, it's $60, right? $59, 59.
0: Yeah, I got it actually on Amazon they did like a $10 off deal up until like the release of the game where it was 50 bucks. I don't know if that's still the case now, but I got it uh cheaper than 60. Uh but normally it would be yes, 59.99.
1: So normal price on Nintendo Switch, PS4 and pc
0: great switch game to get i played it on playstation but on the go this is like a perfect
1: game yeah that would be an amazing switch game to have i might actually just get it for switch go for it i I feel like
0: that's do it
1: the best format for this
0: absolutely especially
1: since uh, the original was for a nintendo system so
0: yeah that that's true it's almost like you should get it on the switch because that's like it's home home base you know not playstation that's like a new thing um cool though very, very excited. I'm not kidding. I want to see these guys show up in a Kingdom Hearts game. I'll freak out.
1: I don't that, see that happening. but
0: that, it, That's sick. never happened to me before. I've never experienced a Kingdom Hearts game where I know the characters before I played the game. Like when I first played the first Kingdom Hearts, I'm like, oh, that's where I know Cloud from. And then I mm-hmm. went and played his game later. Same with Squall. The world okay. ends with you Character, same thing. But now if, like, Final Fantasy fifteen characters show up in a future Kingdom Hearts game or these guys, that, that'll that be, like, a brand new, like, oh, I know these guys from yeah. a game that I've played. That That'd would be, be so cool.
1: Wild and crazy.
0: I know. But anyway, that was the review. Thank you all so much for listening. We want to thank, thank Jerry Benitatos for his continued support. Thank you so much, Jerry. And if you guys want to get in the action with Jerry, uh, you could go to our Patreon to help us out. Uh, any amount of support is
1: Please, these more games than welcome are so expensive.
0: <laughs> they're so very expensive <laughs> if you want to help us out in that regard go check out our Patreon as well as our Patreon for our other show Dungeons and Drimbus which is our uh, actual play D&D podcast do a lot of cool stuff over there we're currently involved with our season 3 Your Honor where we play lawyers it's very Phoenix Wright esque if you enjoy those games uh, we sort of we didn't base it off of that, but that's sort of like the style that is yeah. similar to and it. And when we say
1: D&D, it's very much non-traditional D&D.
0: Yes. Uh, we are not strict with the, what you may think D&D might be. We, we do our homebrew little stories. Uh, Hunt for the Florida Man we just wrapped up with, and that was a lot of crazy fun. Go check that out, uh, especially if you're from the state of Florida. You're going to hear a few things in there that you might yeah, recognize.
1: <laughs> a lot of things through there.
0: But uh, anyway... Check out our Twitter as well. That's where you can find all of our information, up-to-date information, our Should I Buy It Though Twitter and our um, Dungeons and Drimbus Twitter. That's at Drimbuspod. Um, and I believe that's everything. Anything else, TJ, before we say goodbye?
1: Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it.
0: All righty. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, go, go visit Shibuya, whether it be the virtual world or the real world. And uh, we'll catch you all next time de